Hi, welcome to the Mama Advocate Podcast. This is a safe place for adoptive and special needs mamas to feel less alone and find community amidst their unconventional journeys. Here, you're going to find authentic conversations from me and my guest who are parenting fully in the weeds with you. Our goal is to empower and encourage you to be the best mama you can be as you advocate for your people. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back with you again today. Um, Today, we have Alyssa Stoico with us, and she is a precious mama who encourages others on her podcast, Take 10. And um, I just kind of fell in love with her easy encouragement and how, I mean, goodness gracious, this foster care adoption journey can be so hard and so lonely. And I think her journey through that and how she encourages other mamas is such a sweet, beautiful thing. And so I wanted to have her on today to be able to share that. So Alyssa, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Laura. Happy to be here. Makes me happy. Um, can you kind of tell us about your adoption journey? Yeah. So, um, we, we began, um, hosting children through safe families for children in 2014. Um, our hope was to be able to have biological children and also, um, help serve the community through, um, safe families for children, through foster care, potentially even through adoption. Can you tell us, I'm just going to stop you right there. Can you tell us safe families? Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know what that is. Yes. So safe families, this is how I describe it. So (laughs) safe families is a church led, um, gospel led volunteer organization that seeks to kind of fill the gap um, for families that maybe are lacking community, they're lacking family support. And so when they have a crisis, um, not everything should have to escalate to DCFS, right? There are so many moments where um, those of us who have community rely on our people. And yet there's a lot of people who don't have their people. So it could be, I have a job interview. I have nowhere for my children to go to, I just got rushed to the hospital. I need someone to watch my kids for a few days. So the parents are voluntarily placing their children and we're voluntarily caring for their children. And it could be really quick and it could be really long, depending on the severity of the crisis the family is experiencing. So um, hopefully that makes sense. Um, So we stepped into that. We did it for a couple of years and then felt like I had gotten my degree. It was time for me to focus on my career. We were not in a good emotional place in our infertility journey. We discovered that we were infertile and we were really struggling with that. And so we felt like we can no longer host other children and have that be from from the right motive from the right heart motive and have us do it to the best of our abilities to care for them and support their family. Um, so as soon as, as soon as you start thinking, Oh good, I'm just going to have this child come in my home and our family is going to be this awesome, wonderful family. And we're going to go do all these wonderful things. And it's going to be so perfect. Like as soon as you start to place your dreams and vision for what your family might someday look like onto somebody else's child, coming into your home, like that's a really big problem. And so we realized that's where we're going and we need to stop. Like we just need to stop and pull back. Um, so we did. 
we took a couple of years off and <laughs> we journeyed with the Lord. We did a lot of heart work with the Lord. Or I should say he did that heart work in us. We were flailing. Um, and in one day, I looked at my husband. I said, I think I'm ready again. And he said, okay. So um, we reopened to save families. By that point, we had also put our profile out there for adoption. The Lord had brought us to to that place where we felt like we could step into that well. Mm-hmm. And we reopened to save families. Um, I was actually just talking with my kids about this yesterday. We were going through and we were sharing our first times that we saw each of them. And so I'm like, buddy, I remember, I remember being at work and I remember the phone call that there was this little baby boy who was ready to be discharged and his mama needed someone to watch him for a little bit. And I remember driving and picking him up and he, like the whole way home, like, Lord, there's a baby in my car. There's a baby in my car. Lord, like, don't <laughs> let me crash. There's a baby in my car. Like, just straight, straight up terrified, but also excited that we had we had been able to, to welcome him and to love and care for him. And what was supposed to be temporary became permanent. Um, and so he was, uh, he was the first one, um, who we adopted and his brother, um, not biological, but his, um, his brother joined us eight weeks after that through adoption. And then, um, we hosted a number of kiddos, um, after that, the first one that we hosted after the two boys were adopted was this little baby girl, one month old, um, going on to two months old. She was with us for four months, uh, went back home and then came back to us through foster care. And that's when we entered the foster world because we knew her. Um, and so they placed her with us through kinship care while we were working to get our license. Um, and now she is still with us. We're over three years later and we're moving towards adoption. And so, um, yeah, the Lord has really had us on a journey, um, a journey in all of that. And there's been a lot that we have learned and talked about. It's so hard to summarize, right, Laura? Like when we look back at our journeys, we're like, how do we, how do we like consolidate this? But, um, that's how we got to where we are today. So I have a four-year-old and two five-year-olds. That's the best. Yes. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. Now, are you guys still open? You know what? We just closed. Okay. Um, that I have a whole, <laughs> I have a whole podcast episode on that, on mom's sake 10 that came out really recently. That was a really hard place to get to because we have been doing this for nine years basically and um we just increasingly felt the the needs of our family the things that god was calling us to do were um were enough and he was no longer saying continue to be open at at least for right now um it feels very permanent and we'll see what if it is but at least for right now, but he, but still, how can we be serving? How we can we be supporting? And um, so still very much involved, but not open to new placements. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
What is everybody in school now? Or do you still um, so the, my five-year-olds are in kindergarten mm-hmm. and then uh, my four-year-old does three days a week preschool. So I have three days a week to myself, which is so weird. And I still don't feel like I'm as productive as I thought I would be in that time, but I'm learning that there's grace and rest is okay. And yeah, I can breathe sometimes. That's okay. Yeah. What's been your biggest part of like taking care of yourself, especially as you've moved into these having three days by yourself? Cause I feel like it goes from so much all the time to you kind of stop and you're like, mm, and it's, you think you would be taking care of yourself, but I feel like there's still a shift of like, okay, no, we've really got to be yeah. intentional with this. What has that looked like for you? Yeah. You have to relearn almost, right? Like you have to relearn how to schedule things in for yourself and how to give flexibility to say, I'm actually going to go lay down and that's okay. Um, so I've been highly inconsistent, but things that I'm working on, Laura, things that I'm working on are exercising the three days a week that my four-year-olds in preschool. Um, my, my podcast is actually a really significant outlet for me. And that's a really, um, it's just one of the ways I feel like I process with the Lord. And so even though that sounds like work and sometimes it does feel like it, but it actually really is something something that the Lord, I feel like has gifted, given to me. Um, so doing that and then, yeah, being, being okay with like, I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to pick up a book and read. I just bought myself like so many books. (laughs) So I'm just going to sit and I'm going to read right now. Um, I'm going to go for a bike ride. Um, I think just giving myself the space and freedom to, to choose. Yeah proud of you. Hey, let's take a quick break. Mama, I know that you are doing a great job, but maybe there's something you've been neglecting, like yourself or your marriage, the rest of your family or the systems in your home, or maybe you're just ready for a change, but you don't know where to start. That's where we come in. Mama Systems can help you put systems in place so that your family is more organized, more peaceful, and more balanced. And so that you feel like you can get everything done that you need to get done during the day. We'll help make sure that you have a plan to advocate for your child in school and in the community, that you take care of yourself, your marriage, and the rest of your family, and that you have systems in place to help build teamwork mentality in your home and make daily life more manageable. All of this is doable, and you deserve it, Mama. Check out mamasystems.net today. All right, back to our show. Thank you. It's a really big thing to not like fill up your schedule and yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, okay. So mom's take 10. Can you kind of share a little bit about how that got started and kind of your heart and your direction and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had toyed with the idea. Well, not toy with the idea. Every once in a while I thought, oh, a podcast would be fun. Um, And I had, um, COVID happened, right? So pre-COVID, the kids were babies. 
Um, I was leading a mom's group. I was creating the curriculum for that mom's group based on the moms in the Bible. And I was absolutely loving it. Like I was loving that space to pour out and to teach and to encourage and to say like, there are women in scripture that we can learn from and look to, to learn God's heart for us. Um, And that was so, so, so neat. And then COVID happened and I lost that. Um, And so it was kind of this time of like, <laughs> like we're just surviving at home right now. Like that's all that we're doing is we're surviving at home. And so I had, I felt like I would have these thoughts that I would be processing with the Lord and they were just getting like filed into folders in my brain, but I wasn't able to really, really dive into that. I'm not a journaler. I, I That's something that's not worked for me. And um, I'm more of a verbal processor. And so I just remember one day somebody had sent me a podcast episode and I remember looking at that and being like an hour long, who has time to listen to a podcast episode? That's an hour long. And the Lord was like, okay, you're going to fix this. And so I just, that day I texted my friend and I said, I'm doing a podcast and if they're going to be 10 minute long episodes and I'm going to pack as much into those 10 minute episodes as I possibly can about Jesus and motherhood and foster care and adoption. And I'm going to take all of this stuff that's been filing away in my brain that the Lord has been putting there to use. And I'm going to, let's just start to share and let's start to journey through the moms in the Bible again. And so, um, that's how it started. And then I was like, you know what? Foster and adoption is such a huge part of my life that that has to be a part of this episode. And so similar to what you are doing, right? It's this opportunity to connect. That's how you and I met. Like it's this opportunity to connect with people that we wouldn't necessarily sit and have coffee with, but we're going through similar journeys and we get to have these, you know, me too moments and say like, you're doing it. You're you're living it out or I see you or I hear you. And yeah, that's tough and that's hard. And, and so, um, yeah, I kind of joke like that the, I, I do the episodes for other people, but also very much for myself. <laughs> like There's like a selfishness there of, I need these conversations. I need this encouragement. I need to know that I'm not the only one wrestling with court cases and wrestling with court decisions and, and children's behavior. Like I'm, I'm not alone in that, but the enemy likes to tell you that you are. So, yeah. I love that. And I I need you to know that I would go get coffee with you just to clarify that. I know that the distance is a thing. I feel like all of my guests, I'm like, I would go hang out with you. Yes, that would be so Who has fun. the time for that? And who has the, like, yes. I can't get there. So yes. I hear you. Yes. I, love I love that it's feeding you and encouraging others. And that's, that's such a blessing. What would be one encouragement that you would leave moms with? Is there kind of, I mean, I'm like, we know, we know the daily, oh my goodness, all the time. Right. And so what would that be to just one, one little snippet, if you could narrow it all down to one yeah. snippet? No pressure, but it needs to be really. I know. No, you know, it's, it's so funny that you asked that because I just spent, before I jumped on here, I just spent the last like 30 minutes. Okay. It wasn't probably that long, but several, several minutes trying to record a reel on Instagram 
And it just kept, was, I kept deleting it and it wasn't working. And then you're asking me and I'm like, oh Lord, this is the space that you have for that, <laughs> that, um, that thought. And so I, what I have been thinking about recently is the idea that, that we are called to do our part and God is called to do his part. And my part is not God's part, but I like to put my hands on God's part an awful lot. Um, and I've been thinking about that as so I'm teaching a couple classes on moms in the Bible and over and over and over, it's like the mess comes when they put their hands on God's part, right? That's, if you look at Sarah waiting to have a child, the mess came, but she went, oh, okay, I'm going to take control here because I don't trust your timing and I don't trust that you're going to bring it about. And I'm looking at all of my frailties and all of my weaknesses and all my reasons why um, I can't do whatever it is you say I'm going to do. And so then I'm going to step in and I'm going to try to create this whole situation. And then it just turns into a jumbled mess. Um, and then I look at Jacobed, who her part was to make the boat for Moses. And she intentionally placed that boat in the reeds, not in the middle of the current. She didn't just throw the baby into the water and go, Lord, you can make him, you know, you can make him swim. Like she had an intentional part to play, but then she had to release it. And she had to step back and go, okay, Lord, I can't do the saving. That's you. You have to do the saving. And in the day-to-day, when I am starting to feel hopeless and discouraged and angry, because anger often comes from our hopelessness, right? Like, I can't do this. So um, I start to get angry about it, um, discouraged. I start to catastrophize. Oh, I'm so good at catastrophizing, Laura. Like, my child is going to end up in jail. And like, I can, I can just lie because he threw a toy. Like I can go like crazy spaces. When I start to get angry about the way I'm parenting, I'm learning it's because I'm trying to put my hands on what is the Lord's. And I'm trying to take on the responsibility that is not mine. It's not my burden to bear my kids' salvation, their behaviors, (laughs) their emotions. I am to be present with them. I am to coach them in it. I am to love them in it, but I cannot change them and I cannot dictate their future. And so just as moms, I think we're really good at putting our hands on things that shouldn't be ours. And so remembering God has a part for us to play. And that is to be a safe person and to love our children well and to come alongside them and to coach them as the Lord calls us to and to correct them when, you know, as he calls us to, but to step back and go, I am not God. You are God and I am going to trust you. And even if I have to tell myself that every single second of every single day so that I remember to get my hands off of his things, um, it's worth it because when we trust him, right, it talks about the peace that surpasses all understanding comes and it guards our hearts and our minds. And so um, he is with us. He is for us. He is working. 
he is faithful and we have but to trust him. And he helps us trust him. (laughs) So when we can't manufacture that, we can lean on him and say, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. Yeah. Preach. I love that so much. Yeah. Amen. I mean, I feel like we just went to church, guys. I don't (laughs) don't know if you were up for that today, but here we are. And I hope you've been encouraged. Lisa, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for I'm really grateful for you and for the work that you do. And you guys need to go check out her podcast, Moms Take 10. Just get it in your little subscription and listen to it. It's so good. Um, It's such good encouragement. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and your journey with us. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah. So um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is kind of the, the side gig. Really, I'm focused on Instagram. And so my handle is at Lissa Stoiko, L-Y-S-S-A-S-T-O-Y-K-O. Um, and then, yeah, uh, my website's the same name.com and Moms Take 10, the podcast. So, yeah. Thanks, Laura, for having me. You are so welcome. Hopefully we'll see you again. Yes. Hey, I'm so glad that you joined us today. If this episode blessed you at all, would you mind leaving a review or sharing with others? This, as you know, will help other mamas find us and in turn will bless them. Hey, thanks so much for trusting us with your time today.